definitely human. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. It is the summer of 1927. Joy Dutton Cavendish and her unusual family of occult investigators have journeyed to India in search of a sinister cult and a possible cure for her horrifying affliction. Their guide has led them into the merciless jungle, where paradoxes have baffled them and disease has seeped into their bodies. But their trials are only just beginning, and if they are to prevail, they must have faith in Ashok and in themselves, and in the notion that there is still some good in the infinite bad. The Ruins of Karajar, Part 5 A vicious-looking insect flits and buzzes through the thick tangle of twisting roots and bright, dew-kissed leaves of the Indian jungle. It lands on a log next to Cornelia Cavendish, who eyes it suspiciously. Reunited in the relative calm of the clearing, our heroes take a moment to compose themselves. Greta fusses over her son, Theo, while Ashok looks on, a cigarette poking out of the corner of his mouth. Suffering the incipient effects of malaria, Cornelia struggles to focus on Dorothy, who is telling her about the church. In this moment, Joy alone has noticed Sebastian's increasingly frantic behaviour. He is sweating profusely and muttering to himself, pointing his service pistol at some unseen terror. Joy's heart sinks. Either Sebastian knows something they do not, or, more likely, he has finally snapped. Psst. <laughs> okay. Dorothy. Joy. Sebastian. Sebastian, what's the matter? It's a tiger. What? What? It's Where? There's a tiger. Where? All around us. I mean, it's somewhere in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have I you look around. seen... Make perception checks, both of you. Ten. Thirteen. You cannot see or hear a tiger. Can't you hear it? Sebastian, adrenaline's running quite high. Yes, we'll need that to fight the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian, did you see the tiger? I, I can hear the tiger. I can hear it. Can't you hear it? Shut up! Do you hear anything, Joy? No. I don't hear anything. How can you hear it if you talk over it? Okay, sorry. 
Ashok is looking at you, Cornelia, and then back at Sebastian. Uh, I shrug at him. <laughs> <laughs> Cornelia, make a perception check as well. Ten. Yeah, that you, you don't see or hear a tiger either. Ashok is looking very, very concernedly at you, Sebastian. I'm looking very, very concernedly at him and everyone. Is Ashok close enough to hear that we think there's a tiger? He's close enough to see that Sebastian's got his gun out and is like looking around wild-eyed and that you two seem to be trying to calm him down. It's enough to freak anyone out. Yeah. I guess I'm going to mime to Ashok like a uh, tiger. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like doing the claws. Like doing the claws, yeah. I'm doing the claws and I'm like like roaring a little bit, but like silently. I'm just doing a great tiger impression, guys. <laughs> like just imagine a really good tiger impression towards Ashok just so that he knows why we stopped. This? Uh, yes, yes, you can see her doing this towards Ashok. He stands up and he starts padding around the small clearing that he had chosen to smoke in. Uh, and he's not got his gun out yet or anything like that, but he's kind of listening very intently. Dorothy, you mad? What are you doing? Whose side are you on? <laughs> Sebastian, I was just trying to get Ashok alert. Doing tiger faces, what you were doing? <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> okay, so... um. Ashok comes up to you, Cornelia, and says, Is your is your friend well? <laughs> I don't know if he ever has been. Uh, I think perhaps we should proceed without your friend. He's beginning to make me very nervous. Ashok, Cornelia, so um, Sebastian thinks he has heard a tiger in the jungle. Ashok, is that a possibility? I can't hear anything, but are there tigers around here? There are, but I haven't. I don't hear anything. But how, and would you, but how would you know? Sebastian has heard something. I, how much do you trust Sebastian? And he's looking over at Sebastian <laughs> as he's I kind know. of... Ashok, I know Sebastian comes across a little brash, but I trust him with my life. Okay. You should too. I'm now feeling the trees. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ear to the trunk. <laughs> oh, he's good. He's very good. <laughs> Make a persuasion check at disadvantage, Joy. <laughs> Two. Okay. Ashok. <laughs> Allow me to clarify. We trust his intentions, not necessarily his logic or senses or approach or words, but he means well. Okay. He will not be dangerous towards any of us here. Ashok looks at uh, both of you and then he motions for Dorothy to come over <laughs> and Greta as well, who takes Theo as well. So now, Sebastian, you're kind of wandering in the perimeter of this clearing while they're having a group discussion about you. I'm like drawing lines with a stick, like marking spots. Ashok says, Dorothy, you're a medical professional, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. In your estimation, is this isn't normal. <laughs> Listen, we're about to go. To get to Lake Balaganor, we're nearly there. But to get there, we need to go through a difficult set of caves. It's going to be dark. There's going to be a lot of strange sounds. I don't think we can trust Sebastian with a gun, maybe we should just tie him up. Absolutely not. I don't think that would go down very well. If you can do it, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Greta says, I'm I'm with the old woman. Uh, my name is Cornelia Cavendish. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, Cornelia. Miss Miss Cavendish. I, with, Mrs. Mrs. Cavendish. Yes, so sorry. So sorry. Listen, obviously Sebastian has been under a lot of stress. We all have. <laughs> now you sound like Greta. <laughs> Greta. <laughs> 
a point. It's taking a toll. That's clear. However, these are not entirely safe parts. And I actually do feel safer knowing that if somebody attacks us, I wouldn't want Sebastian unable to respond. Do you agree? I agree. I'm ambivalent. I'm very ambivalent, says Ashok. I... I don't want to go into caves with this man. Ashok, you said before that there were a couple of villages we could stop off along the way. We're all clearly very exhausted. Is there somewhere we can rest before the caves? That would be helpful. This is a very good idea. We are nearly at the caves. We're due to reach tomorrow morning. The easiest way is to get through the caves and then we'll be on the other side at Lake Balaganor. How long will it take to get through the caves? If everything goes well, an hour, two Uh, hours. That seems okay. But with Sebastian like this, I... I don't think it's a good idea. I'm going to go and talk to Sebastian. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian, we've... Ah, Sebastian, it's just me. Joy, hi there. Sebastian, we've all been um, talking and Ashok Mm. says we're going to reach a cave uh, tomorrow morning and it'll only be an hour to go through, so we'll be safe away from the tigers inside the cave. I think we proceed. It's the safest way. Um, you're just you're scaring everybody a little bit. I know you mean well. I'm trying to scare everybody because they should be afraid of the tiger. Yes, well, that's why we should persevere. Carry on. What if the tiger is in the cave? There are no tigers in the cave. We'll be safe in the I cave. I don't know where tigers live, Joy. Maybe they live in caves. <laughs> Maybe it's the tiger's cave we're going in. How much do we know about this Ashok gun? <laughs> Joy, when he says that, you start to hear a growling as well. <gasps> and indeed, now... All of you can hear a growling. Oh my god. Sebastian, I hear it. Sebastian, I hear it. You were right. (laughs) Well, obviously, I mean, that wasn't in any doubt. (laughs) Turn around and start waving to the group. Okay, you've all heard it now as well, because it seems to be relatively close. Ashok's heard it? Ashok's eyes are bulging and now his gun is straight out. I'm going to hit my gun. Okay. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that signal, we all get out our weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do? How do you want to arrange yourselves? Greta has a gun as well. I think we should all stand back to back in a circle. Yes. With Theo in the middle. Yes. So you stand back to back in a circle with Theo in the middle, and you hear the growling for a few moments more, and then it seems to subside, and you don't hear anything except for the rustling sounds of the nighttime jungle. How sure are we that this is a tiger rather than something else? Like what? I don't know what. Like a good dog, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes good sometimes dogs growl. Good dog. so. I feel like tigers, they're pretty stealthy. They would just pounce and eat us. I don't think they would be like growling. Yeah. The... Tiger is very... Honourable beast. (laughs) It will only attack you from the front so that it can lock eyes with you. So maybe we should all turn our backs on it. (laughs) And then it will be too shamed. (laughs) Sebastian, that's a terrible idea. All right. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. We're we're all just uh, spitballing here. Coming up with plans, that's what we do. Uh, Ashok says, well, we can't can't wait here all night. We need to keep moving. Let's let's keep Theo in the centre of all of us. And and, yeah, let's make our way towards the caves. It's unlikely that the tiger would want to follow us in there anyways. Okay. After, uh, well, about an hour or so... A very tense and slow travel where all of you are keeping your ears and absolutely attuned to your surroundings for any sign of further growling. Uh, you don't actually hear anything and you begin to unclench a little bit and relax just 
through dint of not being able to sustain adrenaline for that amount of time, uh, your tiredness begins to take hold again. And after almost three days now of poorly equipped travel through the unforgiving Indian jungle, you really feel like you're, you're nearing the end of your endurance. You've actually traveled throughout the night and it's nearing dawn now. You were going to stop, but none of you thought it was a good idea to stop with this potential tiger around. So you kept traveling. And now with a pale pink light of dawn starting to lighten your surroundings, uh, you come out of the undergrowth and into an area of more sparse vegetation. You can't stop yourselves here from heaving a dejected sigh as you see what lies ahead of you. In front of you is an arresting sight at first, as if the jungle floor has fallen out or been gouged out from above. Huge slabs of bare rock jut at strange angles from the earth, creating networks of holes and caves, some tiny crevices, others massive yawning chasms. Water flows and trickles amongst them from a couple of rivers that you can see connecting into this area and kind of draining into it. And you can see that the terrain is like this for quite some distance in either direction. It appears that Ashok's warning that traversing the caverns is the only way forward was accurate. The cavern itself is below ground level. You will be entering into the earth. And the way to do so is, as Ashok is indicating, to start sliding a controlled slide down quite a slippery mud slope. So he says to, to Greta, it's best if you tie Theo to yourself and kind of just very slowly go down rather than risk him going on his own. But besides this, uh, the rest of you should be able to make it on your own. And Balagunur is just on the other side? On the other side of these cave networks, yes. Okay, these guys. rivers come from, well, they drain into Lake Balagunur, basically. We're just an hour away now from our final destination. Rest <sighs> is on the horizon. Yes, nothing more could go wrong now. Surely. Just glad we're out of the jungle. Yes. Ashok starts to lower himself down uh, to kind of show you how he's doing it, as he's done this a few times before. And he deftly, in fact, uh, lowers himself from rock outcropping to rock outcropping. Uh, and in about two minutes, he's at the bottom, near the water's edge, and at the mouth of this enormous cave that is just inky blackness going deeper into the ground. And he stops and he turns to you and he kind of waves. He's a little bit too far to, to, to be heard, but he waves to, that it's fine and that you should come down. That is relatively dry, not too slippery. I want to help Cornelia down. Sure, anyone who wants to help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who's, are you going first? Wait, so I'm going you're first. You're going first, Joy. And yeah, just like with my back, making sure, you know, I'm sliding but then stopping and making sure that Cornelia is yeah. in control, in a controlled descent. <laughs> controlled descent. <laughs> okay, about. make an acrobatics check, Joy. 11. Okay, so you start making your way down. It's not too difficult. And uh, you do so with, with Cornelia kind of behind you, trying to control the way that she's going down. Uh, Cornelia, make an acrobatics check at advantage because of Joy's assistance. 10. Uh, so you manage to make it precisely because Joy is helping you and occasionally you slip forward a little bit too fast and Joy kind of leans back and, and you're able to steady yourself with her. Uh, who's next between you two? Ladies first. Right. Before you step forward, Dorothy, Greta stops you and says, have you seen, uh, Dorothy, have you seen my gun? Uh, not recently? I, I cannot, I must have left it somewhere along the way. I had it when we thought we heard the tiger. She's been quite absent-minded and in a daze since you heard her screaming in the forest and you presume Fritz died. You're not really sure what's happened here, but she seems quite absent and it's not beyond reason that she might have just left it somewhere she may have just dropped it does can i just check to make sure that theo doesn't have it yeah how do you want to check 
Uh, well, I mean, first I'm just going to look at him. Does he have a gun in his hands? <laughs> he does not have a gun in his hands. Okay. Pointing um, straight at you. Theo, uh, hast du ein gun? <laughs> <laughs> Theo looks at you and smiles and nods, and then he makes a finger gun. Okay. Um, I don't think he has a gun, so <laughs> I'm going to like... Pretend to be scared, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna turn back to Greta. Um, Where's that eleven charisma? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some good bonding. Yeah. 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 Very good. Um, um, Greta, I think you must have just dropped it. We certainly can't go back for it, but it's fine. We have quite a few weapons. You'll be safe. Okay. Uh, so Dorothy, you can now make an acrobatics check to lower yourself down. Nine. Uh, okay, so you start stumbling a little bit, and you make it to the bottom, but you take one point of damage from kind of sharp rocks scraping you as you go down. Wouldn't it be great if we had some gauze? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the thing for scrapes Somebody and cuts. Somebody say gauze. So. You do have gauze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Greta goes next, I suppose, because yep. it's ladies first breeze. But... Yeah, no, she manages to make it down relatively safely with kind of Theo nestled on her belly and she's down at the water level as well. So, Sebastian, you're the last one to go down. I turn around and like... Now the tiger comes out. <laughs> I point my fingers in my eyes and then just at the jungle in general. It's like, nice try, tiger. <laughs> Till we meet again. And then I follow after. Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so in your kind of uh, instinct to do a dramatic turn back to the cave network, you slip slightly uh, and you start rolling more than sliding down the, the slope. The rest of you can't suppress just a kind of a, a sigh of defeat as you see him <laughs> tumbling down. Uh, you take 1d4 damage when you roll. Three. You take three damage as some of the sharp rocks jab into your ribs and open shallow wounds. I reach the bottom, just brush myself off and act like it didn't happen. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Good, Ben. Okay. So uh, you can see now that you're at the mouth of this cave and Ashok steps forward and he starts stepping into the water until it gets to about waist height and he seems to be looking inside the water for something. And then he turns around and he says, okay, well, are you ready for a swim? What? what? Well, we need to, there's a, a section of the caves that is underwater. <gasps> so we will need to just uh, just very quickly dip under the water. And, how and quickly? How, how fast can you swim? I assume you're all strong swimmers. Look again at me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like sweating. And... <laughs> Sir, we have a child and an elderly woman amongst us. We cannot mm. do these things so casually. Is this the only way? It's not a long swim. It's not a long swim. I think, uh, I suppose I'm the strongest swimmer. Theo should come with me. I will tie him to myself and he will swim with me. Uh, and I'll get him through quickly. Hmm. Is it a straight path, sir? Yes, it's a narrow tunnel, so we just follow this very narrow tunnel. Oh, it's very narrow as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the tunnel is fully submerged? Just for breaths? a section, and then we'll come up on the other side, and it's a very big and spacious cave full so of air. So we hold our breaths underneath, like we're going underneath in a, a narrow tunnel, and then coming up on the other side. Yes. In That's a dark cave. Terrifying. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
But it's you can't get lost. It's a very narrow tunnel. <laughs> it's very narrow. It's very narrow. It's good. At least it's narrow. <laughs> is it complete pitch black? Does will he have a light or? Uh, I there is no light on the other side in the cave. There is light. But can we see underwater? Is there a faint light of outlines, or are we literally just no? You fumbling can't. blindly in the dark. Well, I mean fumbling. <laughs> Always just go forward. <laughs> He makes a kind of swimming mime. Just swim, swim forward. Okay. Okay. Joy, you're you're a young woman. You'll be able to. I'm make concerned it. about Cornelia, not myself. Well, uh, she'll be fine. Cornelia, okay. do you think you can handle this? No, but <laughs> you go ahead of me, and I'll be behind you to make sure that. It's okay. Or if you want, I can swim to the other side and then check that it's okay and come back and watch. No, but then you're making the trip too many times. I'll I'll come with you. Okay. We'll hold hands. What order do you want to swim in then? Ashok is happy to go first with Theo. I'd like to go immediately after Ashok with Cornelia, if that's possible. So So at least Ashok might be able to save us if we start drowning. (laughs) If we get into trouble. And then Greta. Yeah, I think Greta should go. Yeah. Okay, cool. So... Uh, Ashok steps forward and he looks at each of you and smiles and gives you a big thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) And then he dives under the surface of the water uh, with Theo kind of held uh, with one arm to him. And he's just kind of swimming and you can see him just for an instant before he's lost in the black water. Uh, And you can't even see the bubbles that he leaves behind. Okay, let's go. Come on, Cornelia. We can't lose him. Come on. Okay. See you soon. On the other side. <laughs> See you on the other side, guys. <laughs> so who's next? We're holding hands. We're yeah, okay, together. go for it. Roll. Eight. Sixteen. <laughs> okay, Cornelia, your initial burst of, of, of confidence and energy pulls you forward. And for, and for a spell, you're actually pulling joy. <laughs> <laughs> As you powerfully swim and kick uh, your way down the tunnel. So who's next? Greta is next. Greta is next. Yeah. So... Okay, so uh, you guys are forging on ahead. Greta has gone inside. Who's next after Greta? I am. Okay, go for it. 17. Okay, you start swimming forward, and after a while, your head, your forehead impacts into something in front of you. Is it soft or hard? Uh, It's hard. It feels like it's the heel of Greta's shoe. Okay. It feels (laughs) like she might be stuck. Okay, I guess I'm going to feel my way up. Her legs, like, like I'm just going to try to f- figure out where mm-hmm. she is. And yeah, she's right in front of you. And basically she's she's kicking a little bit, not strongly enough to hurt you, but it seems like she's she's panicked a little bit. But what is she stuck on? You don't know. Okay. I'm going to try to swim to the front of her mm-hmm. to see what is she stuck on. Uh, you can't see anything, but yeah, you can but feel, feel her. feel yeah. she's stuck on. Uh, it feels like her clothing might have snagged on something on the on the edge of the tunnel. Okay. Feels like something. Her clothing is snagged. So can I? Can I? Can I feel where the clothing is? Yeah. Okay. Make a Constitution save to hold your breath. Yeah. Nineteen. Okay, that's fine. And Ooh. now make a Perception check to feel. Eleven. Okay, so you start feeling a little bit. It's taking you a little bit longer longer than you'd be comfortable with, but you do feel that one of her basically one of her pockets has fully gone on top of a rock and it's just become snagged quite um, badly. Okay. I'm just going to either try to rip it or to, like, pull it. Um... So you try pulling it off, but you're going to have to rip it. Make a strength check. Okay. Ten. Okay. It starts to rip, but you need to make another strength check. Make a constitution save to keep holding your breath. Twelve. 
Okay, it is ripped now. Uh, and you can see that Greta is panicking quite a bit now. Uh, she's lost quite a lot of her breath. I'm going to grab onto one of her hands and then just um, try to swim with her. Okay, yeah, so make an athletics check. Yeah. 16. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so you've managed that situation very well and you've brought her through to the other side. Uh, Sebastian, you're next, I think. And last, yeah. You're last. 13. Okay, uh, no massive problems for you as well. Who is at the head? Joy. Okay, so you've made your way through the most of the tunnel now. Um, your ears are filled with water and all sounds are muffled. Uh, your progress is slow, but you feel like you must be making your way towards the end of the tunnel as you're ha- you clumsily rend handfuls of water in front of you. Uh, your fingers occasionally find purchase with the sides of the tunnel as you proceed uh, with Cornelia by your side, and white blind cave fish flit by both your faces like slimy arrows, leaving these unpleasant traces of mucus on your cheeks. It's viscous enough to stick to your face even on the water. Uh, and after nearly a full minute of this underwater exertion, your lungs feel like bursting, but you finally make it to the other end and your your heads crest and poke out of the water and you greedily inhale lungfuls of air. All of you have emerged into a wide and broad cavern that's at least 50 feet tall and you can see far above you these small holes that let in a little, a little bit of sunlight so there is some light to see by. Uh, you can see that Ashok is already kind of uh, wringing out some of his clothing which is sodden with water uh, and as all of you gather around, um, you notice that you can't see Theo immediately. Um, I look a little harder. <laughs> Where's the boy? Where's Theo? Theo doesn't seem to be anywhere immediately visible, but make perception checks. Ashok said, yeah, I just saw him. I just saw him. He was just here. 11, 16. 13. 8. Who got the 16? Me. Okay. Joy, you turn around and you can see that Theo is, for some reason, he's climbed up a little bit of the outcropping that's right above the tunnel that you've just come out of, um, and he seems to have like identified something on the wall that he's trying to reach for. As he does so, he stumbles though and starts to fall. I'm gonna catch him. Okay, so uh, make an acrobatics check as you try to scramble over the rock and scree to get to him before he falls. Do I have advantage on that or not? Uh, yes, survival. I... Yeah, five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, you rush towards him and Theo starts to fall. You manage to catch him, but unfortunately you cause a small rock slide and mudslide that seals off the tunnel that you just came through. All of us are through the tunnel. All of you are through, yeah. yeah. We're not going back that way then. Ashok looks beside himself with rage. Foolish child, what are you doing? And he goes, he starts rushing over to Theo and, and makes to shake him. I mean, he's got a point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'd like to put a hand on Ashok's shoulder. He's just a boy. Okay. Uh, You put a firm hand on Ashok's shoulder and Greta uh, steps towards Ashok and slaps him in the face and says, don't talk to my son that way. Can I see what Theo's got? Has he still got it in his hands? What did he find? Uh, He never managed to get what he was reaching towards, Mm -hmm. um, but you can go and investigate it. Okay, yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, so... uh, Climbing over the the rocks and mud that have now slid over the passage um, leading away, you can see that what he was actually looking at was a cave painting. And as you start looking along the wall, uh, you can see that the entirety of this cavern wall, as far as you can see, seems to be covered with cave paintings traced in ochre and other very primitive pigments. Mm. Uh, Make a history check at advantage. 
because you are engaging. 13. Great. Uh, it appears to you that this cave seems to be some sort of Neolithic ritual site. Like many thousands of years BC, basically. Guys, look at the walls. Look at all these cave paintings. Ashok is arguing with Greta, but as you all start looking around, you start to piece together the story that these cave paintings seem to be telling. Mm-hmm. Um, they're lit by these distant holes in the cave ceiling, so you kind of need to trace your way along and look quite closely at them. But you can see the, these repeated themes of a flood, which is not unusual, uh, but hundreds of figures suspended in what looked like fishing nets. And so this is the first that any of the rest of you will have seen. Sebastian will, will know this. He's seen this just now. Uh, but you see these little stick figure paintings of hundreds of, of people, mouths agape in terror, suspended in these fishing nets. It's them. It's the tooth fairies. From Hong Kong. So this is the place. This is why we were coming here, right? We hoped that they were here. Yeah. And now we can find them and stop them. Yeah, we have to get there first. They're definitely so, in the right place. Yeah. To just check my gun again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we should press on. Totally. Yes. Well, there's nothing else here. Yeah. Well, now that I've checked my gun, I put it back and go over to Greta and Theo and try and sort of like calm things down over there. Okay. You've checked your gun and you start stepping towards Greta and Greta takes a big step back from Ashok and she takes out her gun. Oh no. And she points it straight at Ashok. Wait, Greta has a gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seemed... She lost? She was saying that she lost it, yeah. Madam, please. Uh, make a persuasion check at disadvantage, Sebastian. Your son is right there. Ten. So Greta, with quivering, trembling hand, points the gun at Ashok and says, Don't talk to my son! And she fires the gun. What? Ashok drops to the floor. Oh, no. I'm going to run up to Ashok. Okay. Where has he been shot? Uh, He's been shot in the throat. Oh. For a moment, Joy's mind is unable to process what she is seeing. Dorothy is kneeling over Ashok, her hands pressed against his throat. There is blood, far too much blood, on Dorothy. On the ground, a vast circular pool of blood, gently expanding outwards. Joy looks down at Ashok's face. His eyes are wide in dull surprise. The life inside him is slowly fading. Where would they be if not for their guide? What hope would they have had of traversing the jungle safely? Our heroes had depended on Ashok, and just like that, he was gone, in a flash of impetuous violence. The random senselessness of his death is almost too much to bear, and as Joy reflects on yet another injustice in the world, she finds that she is filled with a deep and terrible rage. You've been listening to The Ruins of Karajar, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton Cavendish. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. 
The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. 